0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. I'm Jessica Lynn Birdie and this is your Sci-Fi 5, 5 minutes of science fiction history for March 16th. Let's do a little bit of TV time traveling back to this day in 1982 when the Cybermen were once again marching through an episode of Doctor Who. Having realized that the human race had become one of their most powerful enemies, the Cybermen hijacked a space freighter and sent it back through time to crash into Earth, rendering humanity extinct and rewriting history. Just one little problem with that plan. The crew of the freighter, as well as the doctor and his companions, interfered, sending the freighter further back in time. Whoops. Now, the freighter is the asteroid that's going to cause the extinction of the dinosaurs. So the score in the fourth quarter, history remains intact, and the Cybermen are kind of pissed off. This was the setup for part four of Earthshock, the first appearance of the Cybermen since Tom Baker's first season in the 1970s. So much time had passed that it was now Peter Davison's first season as the fifth Doctor, and Davison had inherited Tom Baker's final trio of traveling companions. A young genetic researcher named Nyssa, an Australian flight attendant named Tegan, and an alien boy named Adric, who, in addition to being from another dimension, was also a mathematical genius. And one of these three TARDIS travelers was not going to make it out of Earthshock Alive. The story both in front of and behind the scenes after this. Born on this day in 1963, actor Kevin Smith, who played Ares, God of War, on both Xena and Hercules. Part 4 of the epic Doctor Who adventure, Earthshock, premiered on BBC One today in 1982, and it reset the audience's expectations for how much danger the Doctor's sidekicks were in. Sure, past TARDIS travelers had been stunned, hypnotized, terrorized, and threatened, but they had always braved the odds and helped the Doctor win the day the odds were not in Adric's favor, ironically, since his costume literally included a badge for mathematical excellence. And he would give his life to try to prevent the Cybermen from setting the ship back on its original course through time, remaining aboard as the ship slammed into prehistoric Earth, wiped out the dinosaurs, and, contrary to the Cybermen's plan, made sure that the human race would rise and challenge the metallic monsters in the future. Behind the scenes, Doctor Who had some production reason for reducing headcount in the TARDIS. Three companions meant that writers frequently had to construct A, B, and C plots to keep everyone busy. Though in one recent instance, earlier in the 1982 season, Nyssa had spent an entire four-part story being unconscious because there just wasn't anything for her to do. Matthew Waterhouse, as Adric was the first male companion since the early days of Tom Baker and it seemed to be difficult for the writers to give him opportunities to use his skill to further the plot, without also making him seem full of himself. Think of Adric as the Wesley Crusher before Wesley Crusher. His days in the TARDIS were numbered. Now, two prior companions had died in the line of duty, both of them during a lengthy storyline involving the First Doctor battling the Daleks in the 1960s. But both of those characters had just joined the show. They were designed to be disposable. Adric was the first series regular to die after putting in quite a bit of mileage in the TARDIS. Having begun his travels with the doctor in 1980, the audience had gotten to know him. And so, appropriately, the episode's end credits scrolled over a still photo of Adric's badge without the traditional theme music. Patrick would appear as something of a ghost in the following story, and once more as the fifth Doctor remembered all of his faithful companions while regenerating in 1984. And naturally, Matthew Waterhouse has rejoined his 80s castmates in more recent audio adventures, courtesy of Big Finish Productions. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5 for March 16th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer, Rod Roddenberry.